Welcome to the podcast. I'm Arielle. <laughs> I thought I was going to say it this oh, time. Well, then say it. I'm Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Amanda. Okay. <laughs> All right. Today, we're going to try and have a little bit more of a lighthearted, fun topic. So the podcast is called Mob for a Reason. It started off where the mom's group that I started was the Scottsdale Mob Mother of Babies. Then we became besties and our kids became besties. And now we're the mob squad podcast and which is moms of boys. Now moms of boys. We, they're still our babies though. They'll always be our babies, but There's six of them. We I have three and you have three, three boys each. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to talk a little bit what it's like to be a mom boy, boy, mom. <laughs> boy mom. <laughs> Anyways. So have you ever heard this is so funny? I wanted to read this to you because what? back in the day I read this thing before I had three boys. I think I just had two and it was so funny. Okay. okay no, actually it, it was before. What is it? It was before I had two. I only had one boy at this point. Oh. It is hilarious. Okay. So it's a mom's review on Amazon for Kleenex <laughs> facial tissue. <laughs> okay. And it's like, I think it's like, it doesn't say on this, but it is like a six pack of Kleenex boxes. I guess she would like order in bulk. Okay. okay. She titled it a mother's struggle. She gave the fi the Kleenex uh, five stars and it's uh, her review. So this is how it goes. She says, I want to start this off by thanking Kleenex for selling these in 36 packs. See, I was right. 36 packs. <laughs> I put it on a subscription and if they want to start selling a 72 pack, sign me up. I have three reasons for needing this much Kleenex and their names are Liam, Samuel and Hank. <laughs> This is how it goes in this house. First, the Kleenex disappears, then the toilet paper, then they go for fabrics. And you don't want it to get there unless you're ready to invest in a five gallon drum of Febreze. <laughs> this used to be a good Christian home, but it's not about moral judgment anymore. I'm way beyond that. I'm in survival mode. If I don't supply absorbent paper products, I'm going to find my dish towels hidden in the basement, stiff as aluminum. <laughs> The other oh. day, I almost cut my hand on a sock. I am sorry oh to speak God. so frankly, but with three teenage boys, a woman has to be practical. Oh my God. <laughs> the funny part is they think they're being sneaky with their 45 minute showers <laughs> and sudden need for privacy in quotes, as if I'm going to walk in on them journaling. They slink around the house like unfixed cats while I try to <laughs> announce my location at all times. <laughs> No one needs to ask me to knock anymore. I knock on the walls. <laughs> I practically wear a cowbell. I'm not looking to catch anyone by surprise. Believe me. I'm just trying to get through this. <laughs> the other day, my husband was watching me unload the groceries and he asked me all sweetness and light. Honey, what are you doing with all that Kleenex? I about knocked him off his chair. <laughs> I mean, I remember reading this and laughing so hard and I had no idea that I was going to have three boys, but yeah, we're almost to that point. So we're, yeah. you know, having preteen uh, with our oldest and eventually we're gonna have three teenage boys and it really mm -hmm. scares the crap out of me. And not just for this reason, but also, also because of the food bill reason. Oh. I mean, my oldest eats so much food now. I can't imagine when he's a teenage boy. So we're going to be bankrupt paying yeah. for food at that point, probably, but they're always eating. Yeah. They constantly. never stop eating. And if my eating. oldest is anything like my brother would put down like three plates of food at mm -hmm. a time. I'm not even kidding. Like that was his meals was like three whole plates of food. Um, yeah, that's my middle. He I'll be making dinner and it'll be ready in 30 minutes. 
and I'll be like, he's, I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. I'm like, have an apple. And he'll get an apple, maybe some cold cuts or salami or, you know, steak from last night's dinner and a cucumber and then barbecue chips. And he will put that down and And then then eat dinner. dinner. Oh, that's good. Yeah. My youngest are still like snacking and then not eating. My other two don't do that as much, but my middle one is he came to eat. (laughs) Yeah. Cause they're growing. He, I feel like he's always growing. Yeah. Yeah. More so than the others. And it's weird because I don't know why this is, but some kids obviously put down a lot more food than others, Mm -hmm. even when they are growing. Yeah. But if, if my oldest is anything like my brother, which he's starting to already look like he will be putting down so much food and he's not, I feel like he does put down a lot of food. He does. Oh, didn't he come to your house one time and eat like a whole pizza? He's like, we ordered pizza pizza and ate the whole thing. And yeah. And that was like nine years old. Yeah. Right. Like a whole large pizza. He did that. But I have, he's also, I've made him tacos before. I think he's put down like 10 oh, or 12 yeah. tacos. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Thanks a lot for your tacos, Amanda, because <laughs> my kids come home and say how awful mine are after they've eaten your tacos. <laughs> They're like, why can't you make yours I'm like sorry. Amanda? I'm making Taco Tuesday tonight if you want to come oh, over. Oh, you are? You got to teach me your ways. I mean, no, you already no. have. I know it's, you do, you do a lot of seasoning, right? Is that no, your secret? Not a lot. It's your special touch. I make it with love. <laughs> <laughs> I do too, damn it. <laughs> I don't know why I, there's literally no, oh my God, like, they love it. Oh wait, maybe I use ground turkey and not ground beef. Maybe that's what it is. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Beef hurts my tummy. Mm. So I don't. That's good. Maybe I'll try that. I don't eat it as much. I mean, I will put down a good steak, but it has to be worth it. You know, yeah. if my belly's going to hurt after it yeah. has to be like worth it. For so sure. Ground beef isn't. Yeah. So, so let's talk about yeah. another thing with uh, having boys, competitive sports. Yeah. Let's talk about it. So in our world, uh, a lot of people do flag football and we don't know where you are in the world, but that's what we do here. And for some darn reason, it is ultimately super competitive at super young ages. And I feel like I just want to hit my head against the wall because why are we so hard on five-year-olds playing flag football yeah. when they're five? Well, and it's not just the game. It's not just game time when it's competitive. It's building your team. It's, it really Which is does ridiculous start with, when they're little. Okay, what cool dad's going to be the coach? Right. And he gets to choose. What, how many do we have on our team? 11? I don't know. Nine? Mm-hmm. On our team? Yeah. I have no idea. I think we have about 11 kids on our team. I don't know. How many are on the, on the, on the fields? Six? <laughs> I have no idea. You would think I, I think know because I go to so many damn games. Five are on the Five. five are on the field, right? Okay. So let's say so there's let's five. Just, there's so five. there's five on the field. I understand. Okay, so the kids are on there. Coaches. Mm-hmm. So I understand from a coaching perspective, subbing kids in and out. It makes it easier if there's five or six, whatever it is on five or six off. Um, and not having like an odd number where you're, you're constantly trying to get everybody to get playing time. Yeah. Or you could be on a team where you're not good enough to play at five. And if you're not good enough, you're not going to be on the field playing. You can practice with us, but you're not going to get any playing time. And that really literally happens that way. It really does. Well, I think it's insane like and ridiculous. They, we also play basketball mm-hmm. and we play soccer and in soccer, I think the parents are keeping score, but there's not. Like oh, playoffs. you're not. Yeah, there is no score. There's right? no playoffs. There's no championship. Mm-hmm. There's none of that. It's teaching the kids how to play the game. They have to learn the positions. It's oh, what it. do you always say? Fun um, to fun. What's the score? It's fun to fun. That's what right. I say. I've been saying that forever. Yeah, I, pe- I mean, people don't so find cute. it funny anymore. <laughs> well, now they know they're older, they're older and they're wanting. They're there to win. Right. Um, I actually never know what the score is because I don't pay. I pay attention to like, are the kids smiling? Are they having a good time? Because they're five years old. They're six years old now. I have 
a six-year-old playing. I have a nine-year-old playing and an 11 year old playing. Mm -hmm. I still want to, the first thing I ask them is, do you, did you have, did you have fun? fun? How right. was it? They're How do you too, feel? The bottom line, in my opinion, is that they're too young. Yeah. Nobody's in high school. Also, like, none of them are going to the NFL. <laughs> right. So maybe I, one in the whole league. Maybe one. And here's the thing. If you're good, you're good. If you have real talent, you have real talent. I don't care who you are. You can, yes, there's something to be said about practicing. Like, mm -hmm. you know, the Tiger Woods or the Michael Jordans who we're at like four years old practicing nonstop. Like that's an inner drive that a child has or doesn't have. And you can't make them have that. I don't think. Right. Right. So, and competitiveness is not something you can teach either. It's either they have it or they don't have it. Aggression, something you can t not really teach. I don't think um, they either have or they don't. And I'm not saying that they might not have it at five, but when they're 12 and all of a sudden their hormones kick in, they could be different. That could change for sure. But like you said, most of these kids are not going to go anywhere that crazy well, in most life. Of the so kids, I think are, signing up to hang out with their bros, like their buddies. My right? middle son only plays sports to be with his friends. He yeah. could honestly care less about oh, interesting. anything. Yeah. So mine wants to play, but he, I think he would play. I mean, play he wants to play, but regardless, it's because but his he friends wants to be yeah. with his homies. He, yeah. he only just started enjoying soccer and he's in fourth grade. He's been playing soccer since pre-K. He's yeah. always hated it, but he does yeah. it because all of his homies right. are in it. So that's why we do it. But we... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you put, <laughs> um, yeah, he's enjoying yeah. it now. You're saying he's yeah, having so fun, he's super enjoying, which is yeah, important. He's just discovered the goalie. They just, they just added a goalie right, last which year. They didn't have a goalie because the score didn't matter. The score didn't matter. It was just about having fun and teaching kids. Why positions. is soccer different than football? Baseball is the same way. So is hockey, hockey. And you told me this about hockey, actually. I did. Yeah. That they, there's all of these. Um, I thought you did. You have to learn how to skate mm -hmm. and then you have to go to various levels. Yeah. And then before they even give you a stick, you have to pass a series of tests, tests yeah. to make sure that you can handle having a stick. And then right. before you even plan a team, there's like, there's levels of teams, various levels that you have to go up yeah. before you're on a team. Right. But, but this is all in line and with like, like age groups. So it's I not like. anything having to do with being the best score when you're and five. being the best. It has to do yeah. with teaching in the game. Same thing with T-ball. I don't even think they start keeping score in baseball until like you get into kid pitch. Like when you're doing T-ball, mm. it doesn't really matter when you're doing coach pitch. Well, I know they don't have like, it uh, doesn't really matter. playoffs, right? They don't not, what not are, at that, but I think once you get into kid pitch, they do. So it's kids playing against kids right, and which there's is coaches, a, which is a little bit they, older. That is older. And that's okay. Then you start yeah. keeping score and you start getting into the club. Here's the thing. It's keeping score at such a young age. I hate that. I do too. But, but, but football, they have done it since day one, since the kids were four and five years old playing on that field. Right. Well, and it ruined the sport for one mm -hmm. of your kids because the coach was so hard and oh, yeah, made he him miserable like, as a five-year-old, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh yeah. He so threw that a scared me about football. That's why we didn't way. do it at first with yeah. my oldest. We were in the championship game, the Super Bowl for five-year-olds. Yeah. And it was super highly competitive. And my oldest was barely five, like a fresh five. And he was not the coach's son or the natural talent on the team. So he didn't play at all. He didn't even get a courtesy minute, but it was so intense. Which, which is insane. He's five. It was insane. Well, our coach during that game got ejected from the game because he was so fired up. He threw a kid out of the way. <laughs> Literally like, like that's pushed crazy. him across the field to get him out of the way. So he ended up getting ejected and another dad had to do it. Wow. But we didn't, never went back to football. It took us a really long time. He didn't go back to football until he was nine. Because it was a little traumatizing. Yeah. He was like, get me out of here. Yeah. I don't want to No. And we were like, get us out of here. This yeah. is, we don't want to be associated with people like that. You're going to throw crazy. a kid out of the way. Cause you're so mad and you want to win so bad. Mm -mm. I don't know what it is about football, but it brings out the worst of people at it least really here. And it's just really silliness. Honestly, who cares if your kid wins the football tournament in first, second, third, fourth grade, honestly, who gives a shit? 
but a lot of people I know apparently (laughs) apparently I mean and I'm all about being competitive I'm about playing to win I don't think that every kid should get a trophy I think that is stupid that's not how life works in life everybody's not a winner not everybody gets the same things Mm -hmm. you do have to work hard and I think you should be rewarded for working hard I do think you should be rewarded for being good at something however I don't think that treating kids badly because they're Mm -hmm. not some kind of super athlete when they're five years old and their bodies are still growing and they haven't hit puberty and they don't know what they're doing or they can't remember a play for flag football because they're five. Like, I don't think I could even as an adult remember some of the plays that they come up with. It's insane. Yeah. And I, th- I think it's just silliness that the dads do where they just want to like prove their masculinity <laughs> or that their kids are athletic. I don't know. It's like, get the hell out of here. Yeah. Honestly. I remember when you were five and you won the Super Bowl. That yeah, was so like, amazing. Oh, you're so cool. You peaked in five years old. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and that does happen. And then there's kids that get burnt out because parents yeah. push them so hard early. Mm-hmm. And then by the time they get to high school, they're like, I don't want to play this anymore. That happened. I'm I, was, out. I, am, I am a, I don't think victim is the right word because I was in the wrong. What do you call that? What? I'm guilty of that. Oh, so my oldest, we played, so we learned quickly that we did not want to play football. So we did baseball Baseball. and he had a really aggressive coach who always wanted to win even in T-ball when he was young, because all of the coaches that we've had when he started baseball, he was all, he was like five, three, probably. Oh Oh my gosh. They were so cute. He was like knocking on the door. By the way, I think baseball is the cutest sport for little kids when they wear their little uniforms and their hats. They're so cute. The first time he ever hit the ball on the tee, he like ran to third base. Oh yeah. They do it the wrong way. They all do that. And it's so cute. cute. That's why it's so fun because they're learning, right? Yes. They don't know what they're doing. And they're learning how to play the game. I love teaching them the game and then give them the tools they need to achieve success so they can go out there and compete. Right. Don't just throw them to the wolves. But also if you don't learn to love it, then you're, what are you working towards? Well, I don't know. So we you had know? this coach, he was really tough and he played, I will say four because he was three, but he was turning four. Okay. So all of four, all of five, all of six, he stopped playing when he was eight. He did all of the seasons, mm-hmm. but his coach was really aggressive. He started getting anxiety. Yeah. He, I remember I was taking him to the mall. We had to get cleats or something and and then we were going to his game and he was like, I don't feel good. I don't feel good. And I'm like, buddy, it's all in your head. He was in kid pitch. That's when he started going. But he was mm-hmm. an amazing catcher. Yeah. If he would have stuck with it, he would he would have been awesome. He was like so, 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 so good at it. Yeah. But he got hit by the ball because when you're in kid pitch, you're learning how to pitch. Right. Kids get, you get hit. That's how it goes. And yeah. I never understood why that got into his head so much. It does. Because he a lot was a catcher. Kids, he constantly had balls flying at him, but yeah. he was protected. There's so maybe something that's why. traumatizing about it. So he got hit and then he went on a no, no hitter season or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the coach kind of got into his head. Mm-hmm. And so his very last game, he was like, I'm not doing this. I, I can't do it. He threw up in my car Aww. and I was like, this is a real yeah. serious problem. So we ended up right. being really late to the game because I was like, are you sick or was this anxiety? And it turned yeah. out it was anxiety. Yeah. And he was like, I just can't play. I, so I'm sad. done. So I was like, all right, well, let's see, like we're big on don't quit. If you don't like it, that's fine. Quit. But you have to finish the yeah. season because you have a team that's you know relying, relying on, on you. you. You but can't also you quit. can't just give up like, in life because things up. get hard. Yeah, things get yeah. hard. You're going to have a boss that sometimes yells at you. And mm. these are hard lessons to learn at nine years old or yeah. five years old or whatever. Yeah. They're life lessons. That's but what we're he, here for. He finished out the season and he never went back. Yeah, that's okay. Mm. But I think about that. I think he burned out. He got, mm. he had the wrong coach. We probably should have had him on a different team. Yeah. With somebody that he Maybe really tried with. Maybe that's why you're so focused on, are they having fun now? Maybe I, yeah, that is my biggest thing. Lesson from they that. are so hard on themselves when they lose all three yeah. of my kids. If they're, they lose the game, they are like, woe is me. The sky is falling. I'm like, mm-hmm. did you have fun? Yeah. What? Tell me three good things that you did out right. there. Cause this is what I saw. 
or they always think it's them that lost the game or. Mm -hmm. Well, sports are so amazing because they they teach so many Mm -hmm. good life lessons like teamwork and building confidence and knowing that you can do hard things and be successful in life. There's so many positives to it, but I think there are negatives too. When, Mm -hmm. when people are pushed too hard or it becomes just about winning Yeah. Um, because yes, it's important to win, but at the same time, I think people take it too far. And my issue with it is when it's super young Mm -hmm. and we're, we're making it all about winning and it's like, so ridiculous to me because in, in life, what does it matter if you're good at sports, unless you're getting paid as an an athlete who gives a shit if you're not good at whatever sport it is, it doesn't affect your life. You can still go on and be successful. It's not the end of the world, but when you make it the whole thing about (laughs) your world, then it's like, what do you have left? I mean, it's just so silly to me, but, and I'm not against the competitiveness and my husband if he was listening, would freak out probably because he is super competitive. I know. I feel like mine's going to freak out too. Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully they never listen to it. Don't use this against our husbands. uh, Yeah. For us. Sports are really good. It teaches so many good, valuable lessons. So important. important. In our family, it's important to be involved in something. And I think sports is always a good thing. And Mm then some kids aren't into sports and that's okay too. But I think we've always said to our kids, that's okay if you're not into sports, but you got to find something that yeah, you're involved in. We say the same thing. So what else about boys? Go that get is yourself so a job. Fun? Yeah, go get a job. What else? Um, we have like a lot of hormones raging through my house. It started. I think it starts younger than people realize. I, I remember when my son started talking back to me and I was, and then I asked you, I'm like, is this happening to you guys too? And you're like, yeah, like the talking back all of a sudden at like young ages, I think that seven or eight is like when my kids started doing that. And my youngest is an angel baby. He still does and do that, but oh, my, my older is two, the hardest. <laughs> but my older two were, and they were <laughs> like, like you look at them, like, who are you? When did you start this? You know, yeah. it's just like part of, I feel like growing up in the hormones and changing, but, but now we're dealing with the preteen hormones and mm-hmm. it's the attitude and the things that they're saying and talking back. They're like finding their own, their, their personality is starting to come out yeah. and they're realizing they have a little bit more of a voice mm-hmm. or a stronger voice. They've always had a voice, but but it's a little bit stronger. But it's, it's like about like, independence, you know? Right, yeah, they're getting their independence. They're, they have opinions on things mm-hmm. that they might disagree with us on things. Right. We get a lot of that talk back to you. will be like, hey, can you hand me that towel over there? It's like, what towel? Yeah. God, I yeah. have to do everything around here. Oh yeah, we like, get attitude. Oh, okay. Um, it's awful. I'm like, hey, how was your day? God, bother someone else with your questions. Oh yeah. Why are you talking no, to me? My wife like, gets so mad at me. I'm like, uh, it is a question. Like, hello, <laughs> the end of the world. Like, don't answer it then. Or just oh. say, use your words. Like, say, I don't yeah. feel like talking right now, but God, yeah. it's like, bite your head off. You ask him a question. Well, and we have all boys. So uh, tell me, this is something that is really happening a lot in my house right now. And I do think it's because of the hormones. Mm-hmm. I, I think so. So we have three boys, they're 11, nine and six. And my 11 and nine year old have recently, they have this love hate for each other. Mm-hmm. They either are best friends or worst enemies. Yeah. And I remember when I only had two kids, I was on a trip with my husband and some of his friends and they have three boys. And the gentleman that I was talking to was one of four boys. And he said, I think maybe I was pregnant with my little one. And he, mm-hmm. and I had, I knew I was having another boy and they, he was like, good luck. I'm like, why? What do you mean? He's like, don't have anything white. Don't buy anything new, <laughs> you know, go to like yeah. home goods, yeah. you know, go to the cheapest places you can find for furniture because yeah. it's going to be ruined. And this, and I was like, that's never going to happen in my house. And he was like, it was so bad with me and my brothers that my mom said, don't you dare come to me unless you're bleeding mm-hmm. and take all your fights outside. Yeah. And I don't know why that stuck with me, but then I was like, oh, I'm so lucky. This isn't 
my life. Like <laughs> that guy was full of shit. I don't have to deal with that. I'm it's good. happening in my house. But that's always how life is, right? right? When you like, are like, oh yeah, that's not me. And then it happens. It's happening. Um, uh, my number one will like, he'll be walking and he might, the wind might like blow by my number two and he rages. He'll be like, why are you touching me? And yeah. then he's like, I'm going to kill you. And they run it around and chase each other down in the house. Oh my God. And then they like wrestle down to the ground. Yeah. And I just said to them yesterday, take, it outside. take it outside. Don't come to me until you're bleeding. I don't want you to break anything and don't come to me until you're bleeding. <laughs> and we came full. I was like, oh my God, I have to call just, my friend and yeah, tell him that. So he probably doesn't funny. even remember that conversation. Yeah. But it's, well, I, I think mean, four boys is, and I don't know, cause we both have three, but I, I think it is harder. Um, it's just another boy energy in the house, <laughs> but I, you know, I've heard a lot of, so when we had, it had two boys or whatever, the grocery store, like little boys, people like, Oh, you have boys. Boys are the best. Boys are so easy. so easy. I have heard boys are easy a million gazillion times from people. But I will say this. I think boys are harder as young little like toddlers and things like that. Cause they're so high energy. They're so go, go, go. They're so like, you worry about them. You have to teach them things. They're just rough housing. They're just crazy and chaotic. Mm -hmm. And then I think as they get older, the girls who are quiet in the corner coloring on their coloring books. And I, God, I wish my kids would sit down and just be quiet and color in a coloring book. I think that kind of flip-flops and then mm -hmm. all of a sudden girls are teenagers and hormones and raging and all the teenage girl stuff that comes. And I don't know, cause I don't have girls, but I know I was a bad teenager <laughs> as a girl, so I can I, at least relate to that. But, um, I don't know that I don't, I can't see right now that it gets easier for boys because I feel like as a boy mom, I'm going to worry more that like, they're going to get hurt. They're going to kill themselves. They're going to do something stupid. And yeah. Um, I know I just think that teenage boys make the dumbest decisions, you know, and I yeah. think about driving and things like that. And I just, it scares me, but I'm sure girl moms have their own worries and their own stuff. But I think, boys, I don't know. Yeah. I remember people saying that to me too, that boys are so much easier. And I'm just wondering when does that happen? When do they get easier? I have a niece who's, yeah. she's pretty, I mean, she's a little bit sassy, but she's mm -hmm. so, I would, I mean, I, I love my boys. So yeah. This Same. is not a day. I love being a boy mom. I love it. It's so fun. It's crazy. It's made me tough, but it's so nice to hang out with my niece. Yeah. When it's just her and I, it's so I'm different. Like, Man, I could have a hundred of you, <laughs> you know, like, hundred little great. girl. She wants to do a face mask with me and yeah. like moisturize and yeah. get our nails done. And my boys don't want to do any of that. They're like, what's that shit on your face, mom? <laughs> well, they don't say the shit, but they're, they they're could. Like, what is they that? They will someday. Ugh. Yeah. Get that out of what here. Is what is that on you your doing? face? Ew. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Yeah. Can I taste it? <laughs> I try it. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about this a lot, obviously being good friends and having boys, but like there's definitely a difference between moms with just boys, mm -hmm. a boy mom and moms with a boy and a girl are different. Yeah. And moms of just girls are different and totally. different in terms of like what they react to, how they parent, what they think is hard. Like, I just know that like, um, my niece and nephew are a boy and girl and he is a different boy compared to boys that have brothers. I think. Yeah. And we see that in terms of like, you know, rough housing where like they take things more personally or they might get hurt more easily or, um, that type of thing. They're not hearing take it outside and don't come back unless you're bleeding. Yeah. They don't hear that That's from their not mom like and a dad. normal. Thing. Right. And they don't do that with their sister and sisters obviously are 
different in terms of like how they treat their brothers and how that interaction happens. And so I think that's a totally different dynamic. And then girl moms, I feel like it's just a whole nother world compared to us because it's just so different, you know, like so chill. I remember like going and seeing a little girl and at a friend's house and she's just sitting there like coloring on a coloring book and she could do that for hours. And I'm like, God, if my kids would just leave me alone for five minutes, I'd be happy. Like, I would love to or color not get, with my kids. I've yes. never done that. My only <laughs> child who cover, colored was my youngest. And he would, and this was when he was a toddler, he would just sit there and draw like all these huge circles and he just mm. loved it. And he would spend time doing that. And he was my first kid at colored. It didn't last very long. Mm -hmm. As soon as he could like run and jump and do other things, he was like on to that type of thing. But I never, I, I don't know what it's like to have a kid that just sits quietly like, in their room and plays. Let's do art. My nephew, he comes to my house a lot and he's like, Auntie A, can we do a craft? Oh, always. I always have to have a craft. It's like his yeah. jam. Yeah. But his sister's like that too. And I, but my boys have never done a craft. Well, mine have sort of, oh, mine but, but usually they start it and it, then I finish it. it. Yes. So it's, right. it's a two it second craft. Yeah. Like, they're in I it. have an attention span mm -hmm. of five seconds, whatever I can get done. In, oh, or it's like everything. making cookies. Like, okay, I want to make cookies. I want to make cookies. Okay. Let's make cookies. Okay. I'm stirring it. Okay. Bye. Actually, <laughs> what I meant was I want to eat five chocolate yeah, chips I want and you then to make eat the, the cookie dough. <laughs> I want to pretend like I'm going to do it. Let me know when I can lick the bowl. Yeah. And then when the cookies are done. funny. Yeah. That's my voice. I mean, I, it's amazing. I'm not saying anything's better or worse. Yeah. I just, just think it's different. Just totally it different. is different. It doesn't mean that anybody is better or worse. It's just literally different. And when you have conversations with parents, that's when you start to pick up on these things. We're like, you're like, oh, <laughs> your house is quiet sometimes. Mine is never quiet. What's that like? What is that like? Like your kids don't beat each other up. Like I look at what is that like? I look at people's baseboards and I can tell immediately oh, if yeah. they are a boy. <laughs> right. Boys. Yes. Or, they're or their not, walls don't yeah. have chips out of the corners and paint knocked off and yeah. all kinds of crazy stuff. That struggle is done. real. Yeah, the struggle is real. I need to replace the baseboards of my house. Mm -hmm. All the hoverboards. But board. we'd have to do that every year if that was. We have to do it every year. <laughs> if we want and it to look just, nice. It's not just touch up paint. It's No, because I've tried scrubbing it. And even chunks. if you paint it, yes, I have corners that are missing completely broken yeah <laughs> like, that, that's gone like it ain't coming back ain't coming we need back. to replace but you know what i wouldn't change it for the world no i wouldn't either i love it i mean i love my broken baseboards they actually irritate me but yeah we're gonna miss it we will miss it's it it's messy i already miss and stuff. it's fun i do too and everybody I, tells you that it's so cliche you're going to miss this remember when we go to the park all the time and they would say enjoy it it goes by so yeah. fast and we were like Fuck you. <laughs> you obviously have forgotten how hard this is. Nobody wants to do this. No. We were so tired. Our hair hadn't been washed in a week yeah. at least. Right. We it's so hard. Throw up on us and Cheerios stuck in our hair. Yeah. We were rocking it out at the park. You just do and what they you do. Said, so many parents would say that. Hold on to these times because it goes by yeah. so fast. And I was thinking about that yesterday because I, my little one is getting older. He's almost seven and I, he, he wanted me to pick him up. He's still really snuggly which I love. And I'm trying to, I, love, I just want to take advantage of that right. because I you know how quick it's gone. One day it's going to get weird and creepy, right? Like you can't just snuggle up to your, <laughs> your mom. 23 year old son in your lap. Baby, come, you want some snuggle time? Come to mama. He's never going to get laid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> never. Get but sorry to oh, whoever man. their future brides are, but yeah. you aren't going to have to deal with me. I'm pretty cool. Anyway. So I cool. was, um, he said, mama, 
I want you to pick me up and hold me forever, which always like really tugs at my heartstrings. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I will stop. It doesn't even matter how much trouble he's in. If he says that to me, I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, buddy, whatever you want. I picked him up yeah, and he was really heavy. Yeah. And I know, I said to my husband last night, like, oh, this is probably like, like we're getting one of really the last close. times. Yeah. yeah. And they say you never, you never know never when remember. the last time or think about when the last time is. And mm-hmm. they're right. I don't remember when the first, when, when it was for my first or my second. But last night was really very real to me that that's going to be the last one of yeah. the last times. Like I'm it's probably going to like try to pick up close. my youngest tonight just because you do said that. that. You yeah. should. I mean, because when they, when you pick them up too. and they wrap their legs around you like mm-hmm. a little monkey man. Oh, mm-hmm. and then they snuggle up into your neck. I it's love that. It makes all the broken baseboards worth it. It just sucks. Like I, you want to go back sometimes. Mm. So you miss it so much. Yeah, I wish I could have hold, held on to it. I didn't listen yeah. to people. I thought they were all crazy. I listen. So I did it with my first. I was thinking about that the other day because the I, the first time somebody said that to me, I was getting on an airplane with my oldest, and he was six months old, and I was walking by, and they're like, "Oh, what baby? Enjoy it while it lasts, because you're gonna <laughs> miss this or whatever they said." And and I remember I was so stressed out. It was the first time I was flying with an infant, and it was that it was stressful. so stressful, and I was so worried he was gonna cry the whole time and all that stuff. So. I remember like just totally blowing off like, yeah, whatever, you know, like it's so hard. And Mm -hmm. at that time I was still super sleep deprived at six months old. I forget what I was going to say. Cherishing it. Like, so I cherished it, but with my youngest, I felt like I enjoyed every moment I could. And just, I just remember like taking in the fat rolls and like holding on to his little feet in my Mm -hmm. hand and like the, the breastfeeding moments were like, you're just so connected and bonded and like all of those things, like you just, I soaked it in as much as I could, yeah. but it's never enough. It's never enough. Like you feel like you can't get enough and it goes so fast. Like, even though I felt like I, cause with your older two, you realize how fast it goes. Like once you have one and you go through it, you, you start to appreciate it more. I think as you go yeah. on, I just think it's part of life. Yeah. You don't know with your first to do that, but also it was so hard with the first one and you kind of know what you're doing the second and third time around. And I cherish like every moment. And even now, like what you're saying, like with your youngest, you like held on to him. Cause I bet you never did that with your first. You didn't know, like you don't realize like the last moment no. you ever hold them because they're tiny enough. And yeah, it, just, it goes so fast. Mm. I know. They're so cute. I miss them. We're so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> we are lucky. So lucky to have broken we're like, Oh, we miss them so much. And we're going to go pick them up. I know. I'm being like, like, God, I can't wait attitude. for bedtime. <laughs> Oh, boy moms are great. Boys are awesome. They love their mamas. Yeah, they do love their mamas. mamas. Until they get married. (laughs) Then we'll just have to love their boys. (laughs) Win them over. We will. They're sparkling personalities. (laughs) (laughs) They'll have no choice. That's right. That sound that was like my evil whisper. Yeah. Pretty scary, (laughs) man. All right. I think this is good right. for this episode. Thanks for, Thanks listening. for listening. Check us we'll out on Instagram. Oh, what? Do you want to talk about Ask Sammy? Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Thank God. So we decided <laughs> to do this thing called <laughs> Why Are You Laughing? I don't know. You just made a really funny face. Anyway. Oh, I did. <laughs> so glad I didn't see it. <laughs> so we decided to do this thing where we call it 
uh, Dear Sammy, where, you know, if you grew up in our generation, you know, there was a Dear Abby column yeah. in the newspaper or whatever. Did you ever read those? I read those. I did. I, was all the time. With I always loved her answers. I know. She and I think way somebody, I, do they still do it? Is it her daughter? Yeah. Or? Somebody did it after her Someone and they still had good answers. Her. I'm like, yeah. this is amazing. Well, hopefully we're good at that too, but we decided to do our own kind of Dear Sammy is what we're calling it. And you can write in with questions and We'll talk about it on our podcast. We'll talk about it on our podcast. We'll answer them. And where are they so sending this to? Do they have to slide into our DMs? Yeah, I, I think they should <laughs> DM us on Instagram at Mob Squad Podcast. And let us know some of your parenting questions or anything that you want to ask us. Feel free. And if you want, if you have a cool topic that you want us to dish yeah. on. Oh, yeah. Let us yeah. know if there's anything you want us to talk about. We'll do all of it. But thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>